Aren't you tired of the same content, the same subjects, the same phrases, the same delivery? It's weird at this point. Media Den wants to change that. You deserve a platform that will give you variety and a high-quality audio experience. And you can't forget a timely show. Media Den provides short-form podcasts that trim the fat without destroying the details. Now, you don't have to feel committed to what everyone else is talking about. Just niche shows that won't just interest you, but save time. Stay up to date with all of our shows by subscribing anywhere you get your podcasts. Media Den Network. It's all in the content. This episode is brought to you by Only the Real Entertainment and Media Den Productions. That I slipped on music, I knew it would work. Kept records of the sleepers. I was something like a clerk, real rap. Just in case you all forgot, I still rap. Pray to God, real talk, but you'll never forget. As soon as I shake your hand, understand that I am the realest one out here that you have ever done met. Yeah, shout out to the fans, do my plans like I can't control my paper. Real talk, I'm forever in debt. Do the math like how far I'm truly coming proper. Cause a brother still raps, don't you ever Back again with another episode, episode 36 of Real Hoops. We have, obviously, the main host, Rilla. How are you doing? Good, brother. Happy holidays, King. Obviously, happy holidays to you, too. And I'm your moderator, Cam. We're going to get right into um, a good day full of hoop talk. Um, And this time around, we're not even going to get straight into just NBA talk, but we're just going to get into sheer hoops in general. So we're going to start off with the first clip that actually really uh, sent to me this morning. But um, it's pretty much a clip of a kid going absolutely ape shit. Oh, my God. The (laughs) caption says they say we make kids famous too young. But look at what nephew doing. And he is going absolutely dumb. I'm talking about spins, hezzies, cross, cross, tween, tween, filet. <laughs> like, he is going absolutely stupid. So, I do want to ask, um, really, with the future of basketball in the hands of these jits, I mean, what do you say about that? Uh, Every trick shot will be attempted, bro. It's, first off the con of it let's get the bad out the way the sheer number and volume that these kids are going to be playing by 18 just from an aau standpoint it's probably going to cause a lot more injury um to our game it's the one thing that i fear for but in terms of feel for the game the knowledge of it the fact that it's history they're not just history you have your fingertips um, that can allow you to open up a library. You could be your own coach right now, essentially, through Instagram, through YouTube, through different uh, basketball coaches just giving out game about the game. You know what I mean? You don't have to pay a super expensive uh, coach, if you may. You can really learn a lot from from, from yourself. Um, and they're <laughs> the kids are just better now, bro. The game evolves. I I thought that, you know... People now are better than people than in the nineties. Just just from my standpoint of skill, of just having to do different things, and the game will continue to evolve. Just like a Ferrari in in, in the eighties or nineties had a certain amount of horsepower. You, you could find that in the Toyota these days. You know what I mean? You can find it in the Honda. It just things evolve as well as the game. And boy, does he have a handle! And he's just 
lay-in and step-throughs and just the game, you know what I'm saying, and for him is just so advanced. And kids just nowadays are better, period, you know what I mean? I go to a regular park and things that I wouldn't have thought to try to pull off at 14 or 15, I'm going up against teenagers they're shooting over me there. Not saying I'm a comb by any stretch of the imagination, you know what I mean? I want to sit down and play defense, but these kids with the moves is just so advanced and um, the information that's out there that's so tangible to where we had to do different things to obtain that information is not the case now. So the game will continue to evolve. My only concern is the injuries that can potentially affect our game is the only thing that I would say, but I'm super excited. That was crazy what I saw, man. I had to share it with you. Hmm. So we have another clip going on. Um, and this one I'm definitely gonna uh put an audio. We gotta put the audio clip of this because to me this was actually hilarious. And a lot of people that commented under it was found it very humorous too. But Boosie got on his phone and went straight on the internet and told everybody that he messed up. He messed up when he started talking crazy junk to John Morant and Desmond Bain and a comeback against the Hawks. <laughs> if nobody knows, Boosie is usually on the sidelines at Hawks games yeah. going crazy. You might see him rolling on the floor like he's on fire, yeah. or he might just be jumping on on the floor and just going crazy. Yeah. Um, but this time he has found his match with John Morant and Desmond Bain going stupid against the Hawks. So let's hear what he had to say. So, Rilla, I do got to ask you, I do got to ask you, when people start talking mess to players, what do you think does, what do you think that does to a player? And honestly, should anybody be talking any shit to any, to any player, especially if they're down? You know how I feel, man. Listen, these are the best 400 players at their profession. Um, and these are the top two players on the current team. Boosie, I love you. We love you. You from the South. You're Southern legend. We love you, bro. We gonna stand by you. But that, come on now. <laughs> they three and zero. John Moran came back, hit a game winner. You know he 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 invites all of that. Come on now. You could tell it by the way he played. You could tell how he runs through the tunnel and say I got receipts. I stay over there. It's it's documented. He he wants to smoke. He don't run from it. <laughs> and it's gonna pass down to Desmond Bain because he was hooping. You know what I'm saying? Without John Moran, but now he got John back, and now they're making a run all of a sudden. And you want to talk with your Boosie? You're going to talk crazy, right? Anybody who knows Boosie has seen him on social media. He's going to talk crazy. He's potentially a walking meme these days. I got a few saved on my phone of Boosie. So you know he said something crazy to John, and John's like, yeah, I'll be right back, bro. We're going to holler at you later. And Desmond Bain has been on fire. Boosie, I don't know what you're doing, my brother in Christ, but you got to leave these players alone. I don't know why. These guys, they do this for a living, right? And you you don't aim for, for a bench player, right? You aim for the guy who's mainly on the floor. And if they're mainly on the floor, they have a potential to potentially go off, bro. You don't want to talk crazy to them. I would have been quiet as a church mouse. You know what I mean? You, Yeah. <laughs> It could switch like that quick with the three-pointers and the pace that's gone way up. Comebacks are just more possible now. So, 
Boosie, my brother, just just chill, bro. I know it's tough for you, but just chill. You don't, you don't want to do that, bro. You don't want to do that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into some heat talk. UD has a, a new podcast called The OGs out right now. Mm-hmm. And he spoke about a couple of things. He was actually very candid with a lot of things. Um, he had Bam Adebayo on his show. Mm-hmm. And Bam spoke about a moment where UD gave them a speech saying pretty much, um, for lack of better words, fuck Bill Russell. So was UD right about Bill Russell jersey shouldn't be hanging in the heat's rafters? You know who wore number six for the Heat, right? Do you? I think the audience know. You know who wore number six for the Miami Heat? If you don't know, I'm going to give you five seconds to Google. One, two. All right, you already seen who played for Number six for the Miami Heat is the second greatest Heat player to ever put a jersey on. I love you, Jimmy Butler. But this is two championships we're talking about here. This is... Two finals MVPs, and it should have been a deep point in 2013. I gave it to Marcus Saul. I will never forgive the league for that. This number six, that's the only number six that should be retired. I'm sorry. The Miami Heat, for pretty much a decade and a half now, we have been beefing with the Boston Celtics, and it will forever be smoked. Yeah, forever be smoke. I remember when they they beat us down. It was D Wade by himself. D Wade got us a game. I think he went off for of forty plus, and he was talking crazy. And then we got Molly off the next game because he didn't have any help. D Wade said, "Yo, this ain't happening again." Got LeBron, got Chris Bosh to come down here and smacked them ever since. And it'll forever be beef. It, it's just from from 09 to right now forever be beef bill russell has done a lot of great things for civil rights and not just for civil rights for basketball but this is the heat we talking about here and this this lebron james we're talking about here because you already didn't google it this is lebron ramon james number six i don't want to see no other number six in our heat rafter outside of lebron james i love you bill russell 11 time champion two as a coach 13 time overall champion fought for us in civil rights but you ain't no lebron james bro you just not bro i love you rp but i'm rolling with you think i'm rolling with you think So, also with UD, UD also said that 10% of the league can survive heat culture. And it's mainly because of players not wanting to do the dirty work. So, is he right about that? Um, He's not Kevin, bro. It's not for everybody. It's been documented. Andre Iguodala also has a podcast with Evan Turner. He's talked about, you know, his tenure with the heat. Um. And it's not, it's not easy. You get knee pads, you get a practice jersey, and you go to war. And a lot of people don't want that commitment. I don't know if you've ever seen a clip of Jermaine O'Neal stating that he could have been with the Miami Heat, but he just didn't have the commitment to want to diet and get to that specific body fat. And he was just like, yeah, bruh, I'm, I'm straight. I'm just going, you know what I mean? It's not for everybody. He's, he's 100% right. Um and you're going to come down here, you're going to work. You know what I mean? You're going to practice harder than the than actual game is. That way, when the game starts, it's a little bit easier for you. We've had Shaquille O'Neal documented that he's lost, you know, 85 pounds when he came down here because he was running up and down, and the training is so rigorous. Um, Ray Allen has also spoken about it. It's been numerous uh, guys uh, for the Miami Heat. So, I, UD knows what he's talking about. This is two decades in. 
if he's seen he's seen things come, he's seen things go, he's seen players go. He knows what it is. That's why, even though he didn't log in, you know, maybe 30 minutes throughout his last season, if UD talks in that locker room, you shut the hell up and you listen because it's UD. That's Mr. Heat outside of Dwayne Wade. So he's 100% right, bro. It's not built for everybody. Not everybody has that mentality. Not everybody um, wants to be in that type of conditioning rigorously. A lot of guys just want to collect the check or a lot of guys get by through supreme talents because it's everywhere around the league because you're the best 400. So UD is 100% right. Mm. Billy Donovan says uh, Lonzo Ball's pain in his knee is gone and he's expected to start running in January. Mm -hmm. Um, And keep in mind, he hasn't played in two years years, or at least two seasons. I mean, obviously, we saw the Chicago Bulls Going crazy. I think uh, they got as high as the fourth seed once Lonzo got, got to the over there uh, signed as a free agent. Yep. <clears throat> and um, and ever since he had his uh, knee busted up, it's pretty much been downhill for the Bulls. And keep in mind also that the Bulls are still saying that Lonzo Ball is still out for the entire season. But the fact mm-hmm. that he is gearing up to start running in January sounds like it's some good stuff. But we do want to ask. Is Lonzo Ball's career over because of Big Baller Brand? Oh, wow. <laughs> That's a great one. Um, we've seen videos on, well, I've seen videos on YouTube documenting, you know, the landing of a Derrick Rose and how he didn't land properly. And that over time caused him to have issues with his knees. And his knees, you know, of course, of you know, giving it gave him his problems to not reach his peak, I believe. There's a lot of things that goes into it because these are six two, six three individuals jumping very high and landing sometimes very, very hard. And if you don't have the adequate equipment, it could definitely affect so. Nike, even though we've seen Zion Williams, Zion Williams has bust out his, you know, his shoes in college. This is, this is a proven technology from scientists. You know what I mean? Um, and him wearing that as well as the rigorous training from a LeVar Ball up and down. And you now are starting to also see his little brother get tacked with ankle injuries. So lower extremities is a thing with two guys who are in the league. We, of course, I don't think it would have an effect of the... The middle brother, wow, I'm drawing a blank on your name, bro. I feel crazy. Um, the middle brother is more of a shooter. I don't think it would have affected him as much. Uh, Lonzo and LaMelo are more, more so playmakers, three-point playmakers per se. And, you know, Lonzo in particular wants to sit down and play defense. And, you know, that you have to be very quick on your knees and on your feet and on your ankle. And over time, it could definitely add up. You know what I mean? Running up those hills and Chino Hills and, and doing the rigorous training that LeVar did as well as not having the adequate equipment as far as your lower extremities could definitely play a part. And it also could be the AAU on top of the rigorous training that's going to cause injuries. So it could be, I don't know for certain, I'm rooting for, for Lonzo. He plays the game the right way. He is one of the last true, I think, true point guards who wants to look for his teammates first he finally got his three-point percentage. 
up to 40%, I believe. And he's always been a good defender ever since he came into the league, even as a rookie. So I definitely want to see him get back on his feet. I don't know what it will look like for the rest of his career. I don't know if he can be an NBA starter again, because even though he's running, NBA shape is a completely different shape. The only other better shape that you can be in besides basketball shape is soccer shape. Outside of that, he has to be in supreme shape. Um, and John Moran is an anomaly, ladies and gentlemen. I know you've seen him come back and it was just like he never left. That that does not happen. <laughs> that does not happen. And as you can see, you won player of the week. I hope Lonzo gets better. But it gets you some proven scientific shoes, whether it's Nike, Puma, whoever. I get it. Support Black Business. This is your pops. But this 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 your career we're talking about, my brother. This is your livelihood. So Definitely get better. I hope to see you on the court, bro. And um, hopefully you will do it in a Chicago uniform because they need you right now. Well, we reached the end. Time to get in the real talk. Look, I don't know about you, but I like my hoops unfiltered, especially if it's about that Miami Heat. Heat Nation stand up here. If you do too, then tune in to Real Hoops. There's nothing better than hearing straight up unadulterated talk about ball and all the chaos that comes with it. You can go find Real Hoops on all podcast platforms. Go enjoy and run it up for your boy. So this real talk um, is not going to be about NBA at all. Actually, it's going to be very personal. Um, This is something that's been on my mind a little bit. But also, you know, just a little... A little thought to, you know, maybe go a little bit deeper, do a little deep dive. But so we have regular organized basketball, whether you're playing Pee Wee, AAU, you're in the league, NCAA, it doesn't matter. Um, And every game that you play in an organized game, even if it's like recreational ball, Uh when you score, the other opponent gets to throw the ball in. It gets to inbound the ball, and they, you know, have their chance to score. Mm-hmm. So if regular rules give away the ball after scoring, should it be the opposite with make it, take it at the park? Like losers out at the park? Yeah, like the rules, like the rules of make it, take it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, when somebody scores, right. then you get the ball back. Right. Check it up. Right. You go again. Right. Right? right, but with every other game, once you score, the other team gets the ball to be able to get to score. Right. So should it be the same way at the park? Um, in my opinion, this is just a theory that's going to be shot out of nowhere. I might think I'm crazy. I think it's that way because people don't want to play defense, bro. <laughs> people don't want to play no damn defense, bro. People don't want to play defense. They work more on their offensive skills than sitting down and learning people's patterns and seeing which way they want to go, seeing where they're less efficient from. And you got older heads who be like, bro, I ain't trying to play all that defense. Check the ball up. I made it. I got it. Let's go. That's what I feel. That's my That's my conspiracy theory. What do you think? To me, I, I feel as though, you know, well, okay, this is the way how I look at it. The park and the court are two different fields. Therefore, um, it's going to be two different rules. <clears throat> kind of like if you was to go from one state to the other, mm-hmm. there's different state laws. All right. Um, so 
obviously you have the flexibility to be able to, you know, say, yo, you, you know, when we score, then you get the ball. Yeah. Right. It's not true. necessarily uh, uh, a rule that um, is required mm-hmm. per se, but it's a universal rule across all hoopers around the world right, to make, that it, make take. it take it. Yeah. Right. But to me, I just feel as though um, that should be a considered rule change. Because mm. at that point, you know, let's just say if you have an advantage with your team over another team, let's just say, you know, so you enough. decided that you wanted to pick the Monstars on mm-hmm. your team, and then the other team was just full of Dan Aykroyds. Right. Then at that point, you just go and 7 no skunk everybody. That's true. That's, you know what I mean? That's true. That's very true. But at least if the other team gets to try to score, then you yourself have to test yourself out on defense and see if you can get the ball back to score. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. What I would also say is that's really the only rule that, you know, we kind of don't follow. Outside of, like, offensive fouls, because you're not about to take no damn charge in a street ball game. Outside of offensive fouls, everything that we see in the NBA, we follow except for that rule. I never thought about it like that. Um... I do feel like it's old heads that just don't want to play defense or, you know, they want the advantage. You've been to parks to where the downs are so crazy that you know if you lose, you're never getting back on. That's another one of those things. People want to speed up the game. It could be a lot of things. You know what I mean? That Maybe that should be a rule change that we should think about. Um, I would like it. I like to play defense. But, you know, not everybody is built for wanting to do that or want to challenge themselves to want to do that. They, you know, just want to shoot from 30. You, you, when was the last time you played ball and you seen real basketball being played? Everybody just wants to shoot from 50, dog, these days, no matter what size you are. Bro. Yeah. I hooped on Christmas Day. I'm crazy, y'all. I hooped on Christmas Day with the homies. Um, it was my homie Alex and uh, my homie Nick. We went to go hoop on Christmas uh, this gentleman, uh, he was around my height, around 6'1", 6'2". Um, didn't have my figure, pause. But he was a big dude. He was a big dude. And what I tell you, we played, I don't know, I think we played three games because we went one and two. We played three games, and he must have went into the paint a total of two times with possibly shooting anywhere from 20 to 25 times. So he's chucked up 23 perimeter shots, and you're that big. What are we doing, ladies and gentlemen? Not everybody could be Steph, bro. Get in the post, earn a midi, get a hook shot. You not Steph. Stop it. Stop chucking it. You're not even allowing me to play defense because you're so far off and you're not engaging me as a defender so it gets to be boring the rebounds are longer because you know you're breaking the dude shot a moving three at one point and it went on the side of the backboard and it almost went over the fence you're not a shooter bro go into the paint do something different pass the ball you're not a shooter bro you're not Steph and it's okay it's only one Steph and it ain't you that's my PSA yeah, pretty much. Yeah, please just stop because I'm getting tired of non-shooters too doing that, especially when they actually see that everybody's sagging off on them and they just still decide to do that. You like, open for a reason, pal. 
right. Honestly. Yeah, honestly. It was, it was some real Denzel Valentine vibes. <laughs> it really got to stop. You really got to chill. Seriously. Chill. Oh, my God. Bro. When I tell you, it's just like okay. I don't even I don't even look to contest anymore. On some of you guys, it's just like you know, damn. Patrick, you what he say? You practice that shot? You practice that shot? You practice? <laughs> Man, please. Hey, we had the room with it. He with us. We, we got to give him the Kate and the Clark. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, wave him off. Come on, go, go for the rim. We're gonna see where where it's gonna land because it ain't going in. You know what I mean? So PSA is to stop shooting. You ain't learned anything. You're not a shooter, bro. Just, just diversify your game. Ain't nothing wrong with setting a solid pick, being a playmaker, being a defender. But you ain't a shooter, bro. You ain't a shooter. And 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 we got the game all twisted. We got people who are trying to heat up from three before they even try to look at any shot. They take two threes and then they're absolute. They're, they're just obsolete. They don't want to do nothing no more. They're just going to stand in the corner being all depressed because you don't work on no other aspect of your game. Any old bag, bro. It's too much information. It's too much ways that you can develop your game if you really like hoping. I do. I like being in the post sometimes. I like grabbing boards. I like using my left hand. It, it irritates people. It irritates people, and I love it because the average human being can't do nothing with their left hand or their, you know, their offhand. I work on that. Work on it. Cause you can't. Yeah, you're not a shooter, bro. Stop it. <laughs> well that's about it we appreciate y'all tuning in make sure to like comment and subscribe where you hear and or see the pod and follow us on social media at media then underscore at young Rilla, at real hoops underscore and get into your hoop weekend strong folks we'll talk to you next week peace Yo.